Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. In uh, 1980, there was a debate between Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter for the presidency of the United States. That drew 80.4 million viewers. That was television. That was before you had the additional social media platforms, and very few people had personal computers. That was television, core TV watching. 80.4 million. Big number. On Monday, I've seen some estimates suggest that 111 million and possibly more Americans will be tuning in to the um, to the debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. 111 million. Later on in the hour, we'll be talking with Paul Levinson, who's a professor of media and communications at Fordham University, about this phenomenon. Uh, also coming up in the hour, we'll be speaking with Sabah Ahmed, president of the Republican Muslim Coalition. She's voting for Donald Trump, and the expectation, at least according to polling, is between 7 and 11 percent of U.S. Muslims are expected to vote for Donald Trump. Now, we're going to start, though, with my friend Toby Condliffe, and I've been talking to Toby since 2008 about American politics, when he was a superdelegate for the Democratic Convention. And if I recall correctly, Toby... In 2008, you were supporting Barack Obama, not Hillary Clinton, right? That's right. And this time round, you began by supporting Senator Sanders. That's true also. So here we are today, and some of the polling, some of the national polling in the United States, not all of it, but some of it shows or suggests that Donald Trump has either drawn alongside Hillary Clinton or maybe slightly ahead of Hillary Clinton. How do you assess what's going on in the in the race in the United States, and that that number of 110 or 111 million Americans tuning in, that's just massive. Roy, in addition to the 100 plus million Americans that will be listening, there will be millions of Amer- of Canadians listening because this is a vital uh, election for Canadians as well. I, I think Hillary, uh, in in my view, uh, has lost some momentum. Donald Trump has uh, come on strong. They've, her his attacks on her trustworthiness have been effective, uh, and I'm quite worried about this debate because she is leading, still leading in this election according to the polls, whether they're national polls or state polls. Uh, but as the leading candidate, she has the most to lose. If the election were held today, I believe she'd win. Uh, And if she does really well in this debate, she'll win by more. But if she stumbles or if Trump is is particularly effective, uh, it could be a lot of trouble for her. The the Rasmussen National Poll has uh, Trump marginally ahead. Of, uh, of Clinton, I think four or five points, but that's close to the margin of error. What, what I'd like you to speak to is 
just the attitude of, uh, of, of, of Hillary Clinton, I, I just find her to be, it seems that she's becoming very concerned that when she shouted, was it yesterday or the day before, why am I not 50 points ahead? And she looked really angry, Toby. Well, I think a lot of uh, Democrats, a lot of Americans are angry because uh, Trump is probably, although he's reflected a lot of the uh, feelings of Americans, he is one of the least prepared people ever to run for president, certainly in the modern era. Uh, And if I can take one second to get in my commercial, it's very important for Americans in Canada to vote and they can register. It's not too late by going to votefromabroad.org and register to vote. Whichever way you're voting, please register. Always important. There's about a million Americans living in Canada who have the right to vote in the United States. But but back to the, sort of the, the vibe that you're getting from Hillary Clinton. It's not one of confidence and and it's not one of assuredness she looked almost panicked uh, when it came to that statement that question she asked and it was uh, union members she was almost demanding they get out and they get out the vote for her why am i not 50 points ahead that's not i mean i i when, when you look at what's going to happen on monday night and if she's got that kind of worried uh, appearance now how she presents herself on Monday night, as you point out, is going to be critically important to her. Well, I, I, I certainly agree. And, and uh, another reason I'm worried about the debate on Monday is because uh, Trump has much more television experience than she has. Uh, his uh, reality show, I mean, he, he's a master at uh, playing to the cameras. But she's been uh, on TV a lot, Toby. She's had a tremendous amount of media exposure well, in, she, in 30-odd she, she years had, in public life. Yes, she has, but it's mostly been, uh, uh, it, it hasn't been the, the same way that Donald Trump has been in front of the cameras. What's the he, argument What's the argument for Hillary Clinton? What's, what's the argument, the most solid argument you put forward? I mean, you were a Senator Sanders supporter. There's a lot of thinking among some Democrats, and I've, I've heard this, I heard this as early as this morning, when, the, when I heard a, the head of a super PAC of, of demo, usual Democrat voters now voting for Trump, making the case that they feel that she stole that convention from Senator Sanders. They're not about to forgive her. Well, I I think they should. Uh, I think the contrast between the two candidates is dramatic. And to sit on the sidelines or to vote for a third-party candidate uh, is to abdicate. Either Trump or Clinton will become the next president. And if you care which one it is, you should vote. What impact would a Clinton presidency have on this country? I think it would be very positive. It would uh, help cement the Affordable Care Act. In Canada, we enjoy national health insurance. Trump has said he's going to dismantle the health care in the United States. Uh, I think it's very important to improve it, not dismantle it. Uh, I think that uh, Hillary Clinton understands the world situation far better than Donald Trump, who has business interests in many places in the world, which would conflict with his duty as president. Uh, so I, I definitely think that it's uh, it's vital that uh, well, young he people uh, get on he wouldn't board. be continuing with his business interests if he became president of the United States. 
he's already said that, his kids and, and others would take over the business empire. One of the things that is brought forward on a regular basis is the experience that, that uh, Secretary Clinton has uh, politically, and she brings that up a lot. The President uh, Obama does as well, but this is the same team which had clear opportunity in 2009 to help the green movement in Iran topple the Ayatollahs. And they were trying to get that done, the people in Iran. But instead, President Obama, Secretary Clinton, refused to provide any support to the people fighting to overthrow the despots in Tehran. That's the sort of thing that I almost expect Donald Trump to be bringing up on Monday. Well, uh, I think a lot of people are puzzled whether what he's going to bring up on Monday, whether he'll be the bombast that we've uh, seen on many occasions, or whether he'll be gentle. Uh, it's very hard to predict how he'll behave. Yeah. How surprised will you be? Final question. How surprised will you be morning of November the 9th? And we don't know what's going to happen between now and the night of November the 8th, but based on what we know now, how surprised would you be? I know you'd be disappointed, but how surprised would you be if you woke up November the 9th and you knew that Donald Trump was United States president-elect? I think I'd be very surprised. I think at the end of the day, I believe the American people uh, will uh, see the difference for what it is. I think that women, minorities, uh, immigrants, uh, I think Donald Trump may win the the male white vote, but I think Hillary Clinton will win the election. And I'd be shocked if, if she doesn't. So Trump gets the deplorables and she gets the rest. I wouldn't put it that way. (laughs) Toby, I always appreciate uh, talking to you. Thank you so much for the time. Well, thank you for having me. Toby Condliffe, the Democrats abroad. And uh, Ted Cruz, as I'm sure you've heard, has also now said he will vote for Donald Trump. He stopped short of a really enthusiastic endorsement, but he said he will vote for Donald Trump. Later on, we're going to be speaking with uh, Sabah Ahmed, who is the president of Republican, the Republican Muslim Coalition. And uh, she's voting for Donald Trump, and she met him at the Republican convention. I have questions for you at 888-225-8255 and 416-870-6400, anywhere in Canada. Who's your preferred candidate for president of the United States? Who would you want to see in the White House in January of next year? Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? Who's better for the United States? Who's better for Canada? And who's better for the world? Who's the better choice for President of the United States, Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. And if you're one of the one million Americans who live in Canada and have the opportunity to vote in the United States election... On November the 8th, we'd sure like to hear from you. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. Trump or Clinton? Who's better for the U.S.? Who's better for Canada? Who's better for the world? And by the way, Monday night, 9 o'clock, listen to our chorus radio stations online. Their online feeds will feature the entire debate between Clinton and Trump. That's on our chorus radio network stations online broadcast Monday night. Your calls when we come back. Big stories and even bigger guests. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
One of the largest audiences in certainly American history on Monday night when Clinton and Trump face off for the 90-minute debate for President of the United States. Again, you'll hear it all in its entirety on our Chorus Radio Network stations online. Just go to the online sites and uh, listen to the debate. 111 American, 111 million Americans expected to, uh, to tune in. So you know, you know the massive interest there is in, the, in this election campaign. Ted Cruz yesterday signing on to supporting Donald Trump. Pretty much had to do that if he wants to run for president at some point for the Republican Party. He had to endorse Donald Trump. And that, unless Jeb Bush has a last-second change of heart, that's it for him. Anyway, Trump or Clinton? Who's better for the United States? Who's better for Canada? Who's better for the world? And what do you expect on Monday night from Donald Trump? Do you expect the uh, Donald Trump of the Republican primary debates? Or do you expect a more genteel Donald Trump? 888-225-8255-416-870. 6400 Green Show Chorus Radio Network. We'll start with Greg in London, Ontario. Hey, Greg. Hi, Ray. How are you? Good, sir. Thank you for the call. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I would uh, be casting a vote for Mr. Trump if I was in America voting. I think he is, uh, uh, yeah, I think he's the right choice for America, um, considering what's going on, the imminent threats. I don't think Hillary is going to do anything about that. I think actually she's going to make it worse. Uh, I think I, I see Mr. Trump at least uh, taking the reins and uh, um, having stiff immigration laws, taking care of the illegal immigrants and the social unrest. Um, I have a brother who lives down in, the, in Florida. He's been there for 30 years now, American citizen. He's going to vote. I talk to him. I talk to his friends quite often. And, they're all, they're, and their occupations range from blue-collar to professional people. And the majority of them, I would say, probably in the, in the neighborhood of uh, over 90 percent, are, are uh, casting their vote for Mr. Trump. Uh, they see it that uh, Obama is really uh, what they explained to me living in that country. They see, to see Mr. Obama and his administration over the last eight years caused a lot of this of what's going on. Um, and one one thing that really struck me and kind of hit home was during the uh, Democratic convention when Michelle Obama took the stage. And she uh, said she lives in a house that was built by slaves. And I thought to myself, well, what are we doing here? You know, what, what are we doing? Why are we throwing this fuel on the fire? Uh, you see, it's... The, the no, I think, I think that's, a, you know, that's, a relevant, that's a very relevant point for any American election, certainly in the Democratic yeah. Convention. If she, you know, she's the first uh, black first lady, the first uh, African-American president. But clearly, your support is... For Donald Trump, and what I want to hear from you, Greg, in in closing, is if Donald Trump wins in the United States, do you expect that this is going to significantly change 2019 for this country? In other words, will the Conservative Party of Canada choose a different leader, perhaps, based on who wins in the U.S.? If Hillary Clinton wins, would the Conservatives be less likely to maybe choose a Kevin O'Leary if he decides to run? Yeah, I think you're right. I think if Mr. Trump wins, um, Mr. O'Leary would would make a would make a run at it. And, and to be honest with you, Roy, um, I haven't voted in this country, and I say that proudly because I have my reasons, and those are my rights 
as long as the government keeps collecting my taxes, I have the right to complain, even though even though nah, I, I think you I think if you want to complain, and I appreciate your call, if you want to complain, then you need to vote. Really. Otherwise, if you don't vote, you know what you're doing? You're giving Paul Bernardo the opportunity to cancel out your vote because he has the right to vote. Remember that. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton? What do you expect on Monday night? Who's the better president for the United States, for Canada, and for the world? Rob is in Toronto. Hey, Rob, thank you for the call, sir. Yeah, hi, right. Uh, de- definitely Donald Trump. Uh, if, if Hillary gets uh, gets in, it's going to be eight more years of uh, basically what we've had under the, the weak uh, uh, government. We've had under uh, Obama of huge uh, high spending, huge debts, and uh, weak uh, foreign policy. Um, I think Donald Trump is the uh, tough medicine that the U.S. needs, to, uh, just as Ronald Reagan was back in 1980. But you will hear Hillary Clinton say... You will hear the mainstream media pundits in the United States say. You will hear political scientists say. You will you will read uh, the, uh, the the musings of uh, usually highly respected individuals who will say, "Hold on a minute. Trump has zero experience. He's a bombastic troublemaker. This is a guy who can't be trusted with the Oval Office. He can't be Commander in Chief. You have to give the keys to Air Force One to Hillary Clinton." Um, I think, uh, well, Trump, he does he does have a lot of business experience. He and, does. And a lot of uh, experience in uh, dealing with people. Well, in, of course in, uh, he does. General. And, and, uh, and he's sure, hired thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll be smart enough. Uh, w- w- if he is elected president, he won't uh, have as much knowledge uh, of uh, uh, of government. Yeah, but has anything the guy said, has anything that he said during the campaign stuck with you enough that you would at least criticize him for something that he said? Or does the overall persona of Donald Trump override anything that he might have said? Um, I know, obviously, I wouldn't uh, agree with uh, uh, everything he said. He, he's uh, uh, gone a little far sometimes in, in his uh, cr- criticism, but overall, he's, he's got the right message. All right. All right, Rob, I appreciate your call, sir. Triple A two two five. 8255-416-870-6400. It'll be either Trump or it'll be Clinton. They will debate each other on Monday night. 111 million Americans are expected to be watching. You'll listen on the Chorus Radio Network online, I'm sure, as we broadcast that uh, that uh, debate. And when we come back, more of your calls. And Sabah Ahmed, the president of the Republican Muslim Coalition, will join us from Washington, D.C. Stay with us. Roy may be a lot of things, but shy isn't one of them. He never backs down from a good debate. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Great to have you with us on the Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400 are my numbers. And Monday night, 111. It's an amazing number. Just thinking about it. You know, over 100 million is what you get for a great Super Bowl. This is a debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I mean, it is, in a, it is at an important juncture of the development and the history of the United States and the world. 
But to me, this speaks more, this huge number that is going to tune in, speaks more to the populist movement that is just growing and growing and growing globally. And it has a lot of the individuals who spoke at the United Nations General Assembly meeting this week very worried. Because they favor, and they speak very clearly about that, Justin Trudeau being one of them, about having a global perspective, a globalist perspective. And they accuse people who don't share that view of being nativists and bigots and racists and throw labels around. The labels are not sticking. Because this populist movement that exists in the world now hasn't just arrived suddenly out of the blue. It has been growing for some period of time. Several years. And I first started talking about it about three or four years ago. You saw it with Brexit. And you may very well see it on the 8th of November. As there may be, and this is why Donald Trump's numbers are edging upward and Hillary Clinton's numbers are not in a lot of American polling, it may be that there is just absolutely an unwillingness to accept the status quo. Hillary and, uh, I almost forgot his name, Bill were the brand new flavor in 1992. They were the, the exciting new couple in 1992. 202, 212, oh yeah, 24 years ago. A lot has happened, a lot has changed. And you just have a sense that Madam Clinton has hurt herself. As will happen after you've been in the public spotlight for 20 odd years. At a particularly high level, as the First Lady, and then as a Senator, and as the Secretary of State. When the mother of one of the Americans killed at Benghazi stands up and, and, and shouts that Hillary Clinton lied to her, that's not going to do any favors for Madam Clinton. When she and Barack Obama turned their backs on the Green Movement in Iran in 2009, when the people of Iran were trying to overthrow the despotic uh, uh, Ayatollahs who are in power, Mr. Obama, from what we understand, told the CIA to back off. There was no help coming for the people who wanted to change their lives in Iran. No, no, Mr. Obama was not going to help. Well, Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State, so when she talks about having that this global experience, people will remember Iran, 2009, and they will remember Benghazi, They'll remember the Clinton Foundation. They'll remember Comey, the FBI director, stopping short of calling for a criminal indictment, but airing out a laundry list of issues and concerns he has with Madam Clinton. Now, we're having trouble getting through to the guest we have uh, scheduled for this time, so I'm going to go back to your calls. Sabah Ahmed, the um, president of the Republican Muslim Coalition, we'll keep trying, but we have lots of calls. And uh, and we'll see where it goes. I just wanted to read one email that I received. And uh, 
Let me see. Jane sends an email to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. Hi, Roy. I'm listening to your show, and you're presenting yourself as so anti-Clinton. Not very professional, in my opinion. Jane, I deal in opinions, mine and yours. I'm not a down-the-middle kind of guy. I'm not a reporter. I'm a radio talk show host. I have opinions. I have issues with Mr. Trump. I have issues with Madam Clinton. I don't like Hillary Clinton as the potential president of the United States. I have concerns about Donald Trump. I don't know what kind of president he would make. I don't. Neither do you. That's why this debate on Monday night will be so important, and the following debates will be important. The primary debates were significant, but we knew very quickly that Donald Trump was going to weed everybody out because he just beat them because of the populist movement. The attention that he received was there for him to take, and he took it. Now it's going to be one-on-one. The dynamic changes. No other players. No other players. Just Trump and Clinton. And what happens on Monday night, and Toby Condoliffe mentioned this, that's the top of the hour, former superdelegate to um, the 2008 Democratic Convention, what happens on Monday night will be really significant. If Hillary Clinton handles herself very well, and Donald Trump does not, that'll go a long way towards securing, potentially, the presidency of the United States for Hillary Clinton. If she does not, then Donald Trump will move forward. And and I made a call on this a couple of months ago, and I said, Dan, I'll say it again. And it's backed up by people who know a lot more about this than I do, political science professors. I just think that Donald Trump is going to win the election on November the 8th, and I don't think there's a darn thing Hillary Clinton and the Democrats can do about it. I don't think there's anything they can do about it. I think the die has been cast. David in Toronto. Hey, David, thank you for your patience. Hey, my pleasure. Go ahead, sir. Please, your thoughts. Well, if I was an American, I would definitely vote for Donald Trump. As a Canadian, I think that Donald Trump would be the best thing for Canada in the long run. Uh, Donald Trump's uh, platform says it all. I mean, he's uh, recognized how the system is rigged. The voting system has problems. He claims it's rigged. I, I agree with him. He says the economic system is rigged, the financial system, the banks, the uh, the Federal Reserve, and how, how it has affected the economy. He recognizes Janet Yellen, being head of the Federal Reserve, has, has uh, uh, manipulated the interest rates in favor of uh, the too-big-to-fail banks, in favor of the too-big-to-fail corporations. So he's recognized a lot of things. For the average guy, for the average Joe, the average Joe Plumber um, would benefit if he corrected these problems. On, on a, a national level or on a world level, he's recognized the uh, the interference that the U.S. government has um, has created in other countries, interfering with the Middle East, interfering in Libya. He recognizes Hillary's blunders in Libya. I mean, what? what why, why were Americans in Libya? Well, well David, what, what he's also is? recognized is the populist movement. He understood. He put his finger in the air, and he caught the, uh, the the drift of the breeze. I'm not saying that he's malleable, depending on which way the wind blows. Could be. I don't know. 
but he's he knows what the populist mood and the populist mindset is. Now well, he's either and hold on, I, either he's taking advantage of that, or he truly believes in him as well. Well, Trump is a nationalist above all. He's not a globalist. I, exactly. That the nation should be first priority. Americans first. Well, that's what he Canadians, said, but you still Canadians think it would be good for Canada, right? And I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you very much. He still believes it would be best for Canada. Look at I'm I'm looking for somebody who will support Hillary Clinton. Triple eight two two five eight two five five four one six eight seven oh sixty four hundred are the numbers to call. So we're gonna come back and we'll continue with your phone calls. And your views. I mean, I've got lots of calls here, but somebody, does anybody support Hillary Clinton? 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. We'll also continue to try to touch base with, uh, touch base with Sabah Ahmed. And uh, before the end of the hour, Paul Levinson, professor of communications and media studies at Fordham University in New York, will be with us. And uh, Paul's going to talk about this massive audience that's going to assemble. It's 111 million people is the estimate. Could go higher on Monday night, 9 o'clock. We'll come right back. Intelligent Talk Radio. Intelligent Talk Radio. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show and emails to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com. Listen back anytime to anything that we air on the webpage at RoyGreenshow.com. And you can also get it on our Facebook page, The Roy Green Show. Go to your calls, 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. Trump or Clinton, who do you like for the United States, for Canada, for the world? Who do you like? Such a massive... John, 111 million people. I'm just trying to get my head around that number. That's the projection, John, in Edmonton. 111 million people tuning in, 9 o'clock Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, Monday. There's one thing that I have to correct you on, Roy, and it's about uh, what the Democrats can do. And there is one thing they can do. And uh, Obama's been threatening this for years now, is to declare martial law. He wants to take a third term, and that's the only way he can do it, and that's no. the only way they can stop Trump. Yes, no. yes, no. yes. Read a, read a report by Porter Stansbury in no. 2011 yet, the end of America 39. Read that report, no. and you'll see that prediction no made law. five years ago. Happen. Yes. It won't happen, John. Appreciate the call, though. Thank you very much. I can't, sorry, I choose this word not to insult you. I can't waste the time on that. John is in Toronto. Go ahead, John. Yes, good afternoon, Roy. Yes, sir. Uh, first of all, I think it would be a disaster for Canada simply because he wants to become an isolationist, and he's already talking about renegotiating NAFTA, et cetera, et cetera. And as far as all these people saying he's such a great businessman, the guy's a jerk. He's been bankrupt twice with casinos. No, no, no. Hell- hold on. His businesses have gone bankrupt several times, but not him. Well, I mean, he's running the business as if that's, he was but running that's, the but that's, but that's part. That's sort of part of the business landscape. He said that, but it does happen. Businesses go bankrupt, 
but yeah, the individual well, Roy, doesn't. Roy, they, I listened to the BBC the other morning. Yes, sir. They had three economists on. Yes, sir. And they said if Trump should ever win, and if he went through with all the things that he said he would do, the GDP in the United States would drop between 5 to 10 percent. Let me just do the, something really quickly here, please, John, and ask the yeah. studio to call my next guest, Paul. Sure. Let's call Paul. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, they basically said the U.S. economy would drop by about 5 to 10 percent. And these are, you know, economists that are well-known around the world. I don't remember their names now. But if he went through with each proposal yeah. that he has proposed, that's what would happen to the U.S. economy within one year. So clearly you support Hillary Clinton. What is well, it? Well, the, the worst of two evils, I the guess. The worst of two evils. And isn't that too bad? Well, it is, in a Isn't way. it that too bad then, that it comes down to that, John? And, and we've heard that over and over and over, that it's yeah. the lesser of two evils, regardless of how people may choose. Yeah, that's true. That's too bad. I appreciate your call, sir. Thank you very much. Jason is in London, Ontario. Jason, go ahead quickly, please. Hi, yes. Uh, I, I support Donald Trump. I think it's going to be great for Canada. Uh, I completely disagree that it's going to drop the economy in the states down after one year that drastically but we have to look at all the stats i mean some of his policies for families education system what do you like about choice. him what is it that makes you him? and i have 30 seconds what is yeah. it that makes you choose donald trump for you personally yeah you know what I, I, i'm really impressed with the way he's handled himself and i know that's the exact criticism he gets but he's being bashed by media bashed by very influential people bashed by media figures and and he's handling himself quite calm, and he's coming back, and he's getting out every day, meeting with people, and telling them the yeah. truth about what's going on, and okay, coming Jason. up with solutions. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your call. But that's the populist movement, and that's the populist appeal of Donald Trump.